You're listening to episode 201 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we are talking all things fitness and summertime, not in your typical, you know, prep for summer, shred for summer. That has never been my narrative, but today I do want to talk about navigating fitness through the season that is summer because we are active, we're more outdoors, maybe the kids are out of school. We have a lot of different factors in summer that might change our fitness regimen, and um, there are ways to be successful through that, to stay fit through that, to enjoy your fitness through that. So that is what today's episode is all about. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs aka not your average fitspo and my aim is to help you grow your mind body and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a fitspo I do want to take a moment to thank Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They are truly backed by science. So when they say that, you can actually go to each individual product on their site, look at the scientific literature, the peer-reviewed studies that justify not only the ingredients that are used in their products, but also the dosages. So what is the effective dose of whatever the claims are behind these ingredients used in different supplements? That is not something that is widely regulated, um, or I should say very tightly regulated in the supplement world. World, and that is why I trust Legion. I used them all through my pregnancy. Uh, the only thing I didn't use was the creatine. I use non-stim pre-workout anyway, so that was not an issue. That was totally safe for me to consume. I will say that creatine, you know, once I'm done breastfeeding, would love to continue taking creatine. It is one of the supplements that I am upset with myself that I didn't take earlier because I too was, I didn't think it was a steroid. I just didn't have enough information on it. I wasn't... Um, I wasn't eager to try it and now having used it for years, uh, like two years before getting pregnant, I want everyone to use it. There's just so many freaking benefits to using creatine. Essentially, it turns up the speed, the rate at which your body creates ATP. Um, and ATP is what we use for muscle contractions. So while it doesn't inherently give you energy, it is not a source of energy like caffeine would be. It allows you though to fatigue at a slower rate. So you can do more work for more time. And that when you are trying to build muscle or gain strength is just a huge benefit. So if you have not tried creatine before, highly suggest Legion. You don't need to cycle through it. You don't need to um, dose up in the beginning. So you don't need to, you know, take like 20 grams and then 10 grams and then 15 or 15 grams and then 10 grams and then five grams. You can just start taking the five grams right away. Take it every day, even on days that you don't train so many benefits to creatine. Anywho, this is not a podcast about creatine, so I will move on. If you want to try Legion, use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order or get double Legion reward points. Go to buylegion, B-U-Y, legion.com and use code Annie at checkout. All right, so make no mistake that this is not a shred for summer episode, um, but after training clients for 
a decade between in-person and online, I just know that summer comes with resistance to the gym often, not because you don't enjoy the gym, just because there's other more enjoyable things that are also an option during the summertime. There's more time outside, more potentially adult beverages being consumed, day drinking and social gatherings, whether it's for kids, whether it's sports, whether who knows what's going on. There's just a lot of things happening often in summertime outside of your normal fitness routine. And that is what we're going to discuss today. Fitness can tend to take a back seat or maybe um, it just looks a little bit different and it 100% does not need to take a back seat. That's my point. It can actually become one of your favorite seasons to exercise during in regards to summer. And I hope that you feel that way at the end of the episode. So today's podcast will cover some of the barriers that we commonly see when it comes to completing lifts and adhering to programs through the summer months. And I am specifically talking about lifting weights. So feel free to apply this to, you know, running or CrossFit or whatever type of fitness you do. Um, But know that I'm seeing it through the lens of just like typical strength training. So I'm going to give you some tools that I think will allow you to still get your lifts in, to feel the best in your body, and to set yourself up really for success when you transition into the fall months because you didn't completely stop training. I don't want to say let it all go because that has an interesting connotation to it that I'm not trying to say, but I want you to enter fall feeling good about the fitness that you maintained or gained through the summer. So how to make workouts shorter. If you are not a single person who has all the time in the world and a free schedule to work out first thing in the morning or work out at 10 a.m. and go to the gym when nobody's there, this tip is likely going to be helpful for you. So how to make workouts shorter, as with most situations in fitness, it depends. You can, you have some options, right? So you can cut off sets and reps, every exercise prescribed, or you can cut off the last superset or one exercise of the entire of the entire lift. So you can kind of trim down the entire lift if you would like to. So take off sets and reps from maybe one set of every single exercise you remove and maybe that cuts off, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of your lift. Or if you really really it depends on the program that you're following, right? So like in my built by Annie programming, the programming is very much so written in a way that the most pertinent things happen first. So I would likely want people to take the second option, which is just to, you know, get the movement prep in, get the main lift in, get the maybe one or two first accessory lifts in, and then just cut off the rest of the lift. Because I work in a way that the last exercises you're going to do are going to be the least bang for your buck. They're going to be isolation exercises. They have a purpose, but they are not going to make or break the success of the programming. And I want people to get the most of the entire program. So doing the main lift, doing those larger compound movements, really pushing the weight is going to give them the best stimulus when it comes to their actual muscle fibers. And it's going to allow them to get the most out of the lift, bang for their buck. They can do the uh, isolation work later or just cut it off. It's kind of like the cherry on top. It does have a purpose, but it's not absolutely needed to make the gains um, they likely desire from the program. So totally depends on the program that you're following, but you can cut off a set from every single exercise Or you can, and again, you can do whatever the heck you want, but these are just two options that I find work really well for my clients. Cut off one set from everything or cut off the last 
you know, superset or two supersets, depending on how many supersets uh, there are in your program. And again, typically I say that because exercises are normally, normally programmed in the order of largest bang for your buck, highest demand metabolically and from a neuromuscular standpoint to the least metabolically demanding. So you can either get the most out of those first few sets and supersets, or you can opt to shave off one of everything, and that's totally fine as well. Neither option will make or break your results. Ideally, the whole point here is that you are just getting your lift in and getting maybe 80% of the lift in because you can still get 100% of the gains from that effort. That is option number one, make the lifts shorter. And that's not necessarily every single lift, but it absolutely could be. Um, I am currently following a program that... Uh, I choose the 40 minute version of the lift. So the lifts could take up to 70 minutes. I choose the version every single day that is 40 minutes. So I am only, you know, completing like not even two thirds, maybe two thirds of the program, but I'm lifting four days a week. And that to me is more beneficial than the all or nothing mindset of, oh, I can't complete the entire lift as programmed. So I should just do nothing right? Like, especially when you say it out loud, that doesn't make any sense. You can absolutely get part of the lift in and still literally make progress, not only maintain, but make progress. The next thing is how to modify based on equipment. This applies if you are, you know, not at your gym, if you are on vacation, if you need to work out at home, etc. Use whatever scenario works for you. It is really easy to call it quits if you are not at your normal gym or home gym situation, but you have options. Always remember that. Movement can happen anywhere. Remember to think of movement patterns rather than specific exercises. If you don't have access to a barbell, let's say you are at a hotel and you have a Smith machine or dumbbells, that works. Let's say that you're supposed to do back squats. You can change the pattern slightly to work in the Smith machine for the same sets and reps. Say it's five by eight back squat. Okay, do five by eight on the Smith machine. It's not going to be the same exact movement pattern as a back squat because your body is moving around the machine versus uh, a free weight situation, but it's still going to give you a great stimulus. Or you can choose to add volume. So maybe one and a half to two times the reps with a goblet squat. So holding a dumbbell at your chest, obviously that's not going to be the same amount of weight that you can move with a barbell. So you can increase the volume of whatever it is that you're doing at a lower weight. So that's why I say you could do a one and a half rep. So all the way down, halfway up, all the way down again, all the way up. That increases your time under tension. It increases the mechanical load on the muscle fibers uh, and will give you a similar stimulus in a much closer movement pattern to a back squat than say using a Smith machine. These are things that we cover inside Annie's Secret Lab of Brain Gains uh, for Built by Annie members is how to modify your lifts, how to still get your lifts in when you maybe don't have your normal situation. And that is so important. It's the same exact, I mean, really this whole entire episode is how do you go to something is like so much better than nothing mentality versus all or nothing mentality, especially in the summertime. In the summertime, it is so easy to just say, oh, it's so nice. I'm just going to go outside while I'm walking a lot, while I'm moving more. Yes, that is not the same as lifting weights. Absolutely, you know, increase your TDEE, um, which is just, you know, how you how active you are outside of your normal workouts. Absolutely, I love that that increases in the summertime. And also, it is not the same benefit as lifting weights. 
again, that's why I'm doing this episode is how can you continue to lift weights? How can you continue to challenge your movement patterns, your mobility, your muscle during summer without completely stopping your program? There, there are so many options for modifying if needed and still getting close to whatever the program stimulus is. Again, that's whether you're inside my Built by Annie programming or somebody else's program. It all applies. In general, you want to mimic the same movement pattern. So think of movement families like squat, hinge, vertical push, vertical pull, horizontal push, horizontal pull. Um, If you're working core, is it in isolation? Is it anti-rotation? Is it anti-flexion? Is it flexion? Is it rotation? Uh, How can you mimic that movement with different equipment? And that applies to coaches, but trainees alike. Like you, you guys can learn this stuff and I want you to feel empowered to learn this stuff. So in general, again, you want to mimic the movement pattern. Then you also have bilateral and unilateral versions of the same movement. So you want to match pattern and ideally, whether it was bilateral, meaning both limbs working at the same time or unilateral, one limb working at one time. Those tricks should allow you to modify nearly any exercise. This does come with some experience, absolutely, and could feel overwhelming. And uh, it comes with maybe a slightly higher training age, but truly something is better than nothing. And that's my point. Even if you don't nail the modification, at least you got something in that was challenging. That's all I'm looking at here. You will get better at modifying um, as you train, as you follow different programs, as you're exposed to more movement patterns, etc. That was how to modify if you don't have the equipment that you would normally have. Next up is best practices for skipping a workout. If you've got to skip a workout, it's gonna it's gonna happen. That's fine. Um, ideally, you are following a program that is realistic and makes sense for your season. So don't follow a program that's five days a week if you only have three days a week to lift. It's just going to perpetuate that you aren't doing enough or that you're not going to make progress when you see those two missed lifts over and over and over and over again every week. That's not great for the psyche. And it, it, you would feel so much different if you were following a program that was only three days a week and you were adhering 100%, right? That would feel so much better. So that's just a little side note. Follow a program that actually matches your season of life. If you find that you are skipping a workout per week, let's say you're following a four day per week, but you're only getting three days in and you tend to be skipping a workout per week more than two times per month. So two weeks of the month, you are skipping a workout. Then be sure to alternate which lift you have to miss. So for example, if you find that you can never quite get that fourth or fifth lift in and it's always overhead press that you're missing, we want to make sure that you choose to skip your strongest lift one day and maybe bench press another week, etc., so that we're not constantly missing a certain set of movement patterns and skills and muscle groups that we are trying to build because that balance does matter in the body. So make sure you're rotating which lift you have to skip if if it is predictable. If you know you're going to have to lift miss a lift, that's just a little trick that can make sure that we are getting the most out of the program if we do need to skip a lift. The next thing is, do you actually need to skip it? completely. Sometimes you do, and that's fine. But can you get in literally just the warm up in the main sets, the big compound movement, or maybe just the accessory work? Maybe you don't have the brain space to get in that main lift. 
Maybe you don't have the time and the energy to get in that main lift, but you can bust out that accessory work. Better to get some stimulus for that muscle group, right? A reminder of those movement patterns, a reminder of your muscles that there is a demand in these movement patterns than to just completely miss that stimulus for another week, right? Because that really is two weeks between hitting that muscle group and getting that stimulus. Can you tack it onto or combine it with another lift, because that is another option that we have. If you have another day that you know you have a lot of time, can you do a slightly longer lift and combine these two lifts rather than having to miss it? There are literally so many ways to get the most out of your program without skipping a lift. It does take energy. It might take some planning, but you do get better. You do get more seamless. It gets more effortless the more years that you have under your belt in following program design for strength and hypertrophy specifically. So it's totally fine to miss a lift. I'm not here to guilt anybody. Again, this whole podcast is about how to get the most out of your summer training. And that is why I'm talking about these. You know, it's it's when you're on vacation, it's when it's not convenient. What can you do to still get the most out of your program? The last two things I want to share are mindset shifts to consider. And, and number one is that busy times are the best time to follow a plan and a structure because they free up brain space and decision fatigue while allowing you to still work towards your main goal. That is literally why I started for the first time in a in you know seven years plus, I started following somebody else's programming during pregnancy and in postpartum. I followed four other programs outside of my own programming in that time because I needed to just log on to an app and see what I needed to do that day. Now, because of my experience, I can modify as I go. If I don't like something in the program or it doesn't make sense to me, I can change it. But it allowed me to adhere to something. It allowed me to can be consistent with my training by having something to depend on when I was tired, when I was fatigued, when life got really, really, really lifey with a baby that's when I needed a program to follow. Oftentimes we wait for life to slow down. And that is just, I think, a common mistake because life rarely does slow down. Um, and once it does, there's still going to be a barrier. There's always something that you can choose instead of following a program and just saying, I'm doing this now. And especially if you're here for the long haul, if you have the long haul mentality, you're going to do it forever. So we've got to find a way to do it forever. And oftentimes that involves following a plan or having structure in place so that you do not have to come up with that yourself. Busy times are the best time to follow a plan to hire a coach to do the things. Is the goal weight loss? Is it maintenance? Is it feeling good? Your expectation will drive your reaction to whatever results happen from the program that you're following. Obviously, I don't, you know, program well, you don't program for weight loss. I don't do nutrition. So weight loss is not my, the focus of my programs, but you need to know why you're moving is my point. So if weight loss is your goal, but you're following just a fitness program and doing nothing with nutrition, you might be disappointed by that result. Um, so that's my point is know what your goal is, no matter what it is for the season of summer. Is it feeling good? Is it just moving four days per week? If it is, then you're going to feel really, really great if you apply some of these modifications, shortening your workouts. Um, if you have to skip a workout, choosing which one you skip, like you're going to have a lot more efficacy and feel really good about your training if you can apply the things that we went over today. 
I will stop rambling. That is all I have. Built by Annie does open on May 1st to the waitlist. If you haven't uh, checked that out before, go to anniemiller.co backslash built dash by dash Annie. I will put that in the show notes. You don't need to type that in manually. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. <laughs>